What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Buds, Bros, and Superheroes. My name is Nick James, and I'm with... Big Body Biggs, the can of pimp. Thank you so much for tuning in. If it's your first time here, let me just really quick get off the bat what we're going to be about. We are Buds, Bros, and Superheroes because we talk about Buds, Bros, Superheroes. So today we have some topics about marijuana, some topics about what we've been doing in our life, and then we watched a superhero movie that Big has never seen before. So that's that's what I'm saying. We, we're not going to bury the lead, guys. That's what's going on this week. If you're new to the channel, thanks so much. Hopefully you can subscribe. If you can't do that, it'd be great if you can like uh, tell a friend. That would be wonderful too, please. You know, it's the number one way podcasts get about. Uh, really quick too, I'll whore us out and then I will stop for a while. We are on Instagram, we're on Facebook. You can find the podcast on a bunch of different websites like Apple, Spotify, Podbean, or our YouTube video. Obviously, you're listening somehow or another. Thanks for doing it. Thanks for liking. Thanks for stopping by. And now I'll shut up and we can talk a little bit about some buds, <laughs> bros, and superheroes. How's that sound, sir? Yes, sir. What's up, everybody? Hope you're, you're being safe from corona, you know, because corona's fucking shit up. But uh, let's get it started, man. I mean, yeah, as we're recording right now, it's December 8th. 8th so yeah. here, almost coming into a full year of like, it's about to be March again all of a sudden. What the fuck? <laughs> I wonder how many podcasts, how many vlogs, how many different starter ups happened in this time as well, you know, just to keep people busy almost exactly like what we did. You know, we're 15 episodes into a podcast now. Right. Because we're at home all the time. Chilling. Yeah. And live four blocks from each other. So it's that much easier. It's not like you got to travel 20 minutes and put gas in your car. And you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's, so it's, it's super cool. easy. It's cool. With that, yeah. how about we talk about some buds? We got something really cool, and this is where I'm going to shut up completely. Go ahead and tell me about <laughs> what you got today, man. So there's a uh, nutrient slash light. I think they make lights for big grows and small grows. Um, a company called uh, Nukeheads, and uh, they sent me some stuff. They want me to kind of promote their stuff a little bit. Like uh, I think I got six different genetics of auto flowers um a gelato auto flower a feminized auto flower a um uh, a gmo slash cookies um, auto flower a uh a cherry cherry diesel i believe there's one there's a there's three more i can't remember exactly oh there's a wedding cake yeah so there's a couple good ones in there i mean i never grew auto flowers before so it's a it's gonna be something new to, to, to see how it goes you know i do know you have to keep them in a veg stage excuse me meaning uh 18 hours on six off the whole time which is kind of strange but that's part of the autoflower you can't do 12 and 12 i guess it'll mess them all up maybe make them hurt me or stunt them or some shit i don't know now, anybody yeah. new to the podcast, anybody new to the marijuana culture, there is a little bit to unpack there because, you know, I was talking to somebody the other night and they were like, really? And I was like, yeah, there's males and females and males will just produce, you know, kind of, we've been calling them nut sacks, if you will, you know, that that will give you <laughs> seeds, whereas females produce little pistols and then those become the, the fruit, if you will, of the flower, which is the bud and then you cure and blah, blah, blah. So to Hermie means that it'll give you both of those, right? right? So sometimes when you fuck with their light or their heat... The plant can become distressed. Yeah, and you know, uh, a lot of genetics, well, not a lot of genetics, but some genetics are known for Hermian, like cookies. Certain strains of cookies are known for Hermian. I mean, because some, some genetics are really, really picky, you know, so you might get some that are strong and just bang right through the whole growth from veg to friggin bloom and then you have some of that hermian that could be caused from stress from the light it could be caused from too much newts it could be caused from not enough newts it could be caused from your soil bugs all kind of shit yeah so, it's one of the things i find quite interesting about this as well as you know as you're saying newts you mean nutrients yes and by that you know if you go and see anybody's kind of grow they are adding to their water it's not just as simple as planting a seed and putting tap water into it for the best results. Now, if I were to do that, would it grow? Some. Some some genetics will. Some won't. I mean, you still won't get what you should. 
You should always try to, even if it's organic nutrients, either or synthetic or organic, but you should try and help them out, give them a little steroids. That's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, I think I've said before on the podcast that it reminds me of growing big, strong plants, reminds me of growing big, strong people. Right. You know, we just watched The World's Strongest Man, and we've just uh, recently started following a few more, so we enjoy Robert Oberst, Brian mm-hmm. Shaw, and the Stoltman brothers, stuff like that. I won't go too hard, but like, they're big guys, and when you watch them eat, bro, it's like 15 eggs at a time. Yeah, that's crazy. Isn't that so much? Like, they could just down calories upon calories, and they have to sit and do it all the time. And they have to do it, they too. They have to. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of reminds me of this, you know, maybe not as much steroids. You know, there are steroids, but basically these nutrients <laughs> sound like, all right, you're getting 15 eggs and then you're going to get 10 ounces of boiled chicken. And then you can have maybe some vegetables and a lollipop if you're good. You know, like shit like that of boom, 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 boom. Here's um, and you have to watch like when you're if somebody gives you uh, genetics and you're growing them, you have to make sure everything you are doing is right before you can blame the genetics. Oh, he gave me something in the hermit. Like, you can't do that. It's not fair to the to the pe- people that are giving you the genetics. Like, you're bashing their name and brand when you can just be growing the right way. Like, I had somebody call me one time. I gave them genetics. They called me, and they're like, oh, the hermit, the hermit. Well, he had his plants literally... Four inches from his light. The the leaves were curling over. They were dry. I said, you have your plants too close to your light. Like, you put that up another foot and a half, you know? And it's stuff like that, you know? Like, you have to make sure you're doing everything right. Be proactive. Definitely not one of those. What, what was that machine back in the day that they used to uh, advertise late on television? You can shove a whole fucking chicken in there. And it rotisseries for you. You just set it and forget it. That was the fucking right. word. Thank you. Oh, man. I'm happy that came to me as I was talking about it. <laughs> it's not one of those situations with growing marijuana. No. You got to be in there. You got to be checking for bugs, looking at uh, looking underneath your leaves, you know, making sure you're, you're, you're doing the right thing. Well, pretend I don't know. So, all right, that's a pretty good checklist so far. Checking under the leaves, what am I checking for? You're looking for black little dots that look that are really small and you need a magnifying glass spider mites all other kind of mites there's like four or five six other different kind of mites um and so you just why find, is that like where do they come from uh they can come well with my one experience i had with them they came because it was it was it got too hot in there one of my electrical wires tripped off and it was the ac and i came back and it was like 96 degrees in there and I just was like, they're coming, they're coming. Because I read online that they come from, they, they get attracted when the plants like sweating or get in that heat. And two of my 20 plants at the time had them. So I had to take all the plants out, clean the whole room, clean up, get new lights, like everything. I had to get everything new again, man, and clean the room out as best I could. So I had to pretty much start over, you know. All right, check for bugs. Yep. The lights you said had to be, you said a foot and a half. Well, I'm just hypothetically like, give it some space. Like, well, yeah, you know that's I mean? a lot, man. That's It didn't sound like four inches was a good idea. I mean, it, it looked like it was right next to the light. I couldn't believe it. You know, I was like, wow. I'm not going to say his name, but yeah. Temperature? Temperature should be between 75 and 82, if you ask me, to keep it right. I mean, the, to, 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 if it's going to hurt me, it's going to be 85 and up. It could, you know, some some plants and some strains, they don't give a shit about how hot it is. They don't care how much water, like, you know, they're resilient. It could happen to anyone. Anybody, don't matter who it is, man. Humidity? Humidity. You got to worry about humidity. Um, With spider mites? Yeah, right or now harming? I'm trying to go through a checklist, you know, because you keep saying, you know, I would, like, let's just pretend I would like my I would like my humidity at all times right around 45, 50 degrees. Right in there. Percent. Percent. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. What else should I be looking at? I would just keep, if you can keep it in your cell phone or whatever, I would just have people... You know, kind of document when something's going wrong or something you like that you're seeing or like, yeah, at this point in the stage, because you might grow that same strain strain again. 
So you want to know uh, the do's and don'ts from the first time you grew it because you don't want it to hermy. Because when it hermies and it fucks up, you're getting a whole lot of seed in that bud, and you don't want that. It sucks. Yeah, so, no, yeah. nobody wants a bunch of seeds in their bud. No, so if you're not paying attention. And then what will those seeds be? Uh, they could be either or. Probably a bunch of both. Interesting. But they may hermy too. Because they hermied, they were, you know what I mean? They they might hermy, who knows? So it's kind of almost then a genetic, genetic problem in which after, it... If you fuck them up and you use those second seeds, like those seeds that come from what you fucked up, they could. There's a chance they too yeah. will be fucked up. Yeah. Very, very interesting. All right, guys, so if you're out there, if you're listening, it's your first time, make sure to watch your lights, your heat, your humidity, Check for bugs. I didn't expect that shit, but bugs will just apparently come and find your shit because it smells delicious. Look under the leaves, get a magnifying glass. And if you want, you can always keep up with our vlogs because we got a little bit of grow updates going there. So check that out on YouTube. Again, I'm sorry. I said I wasn't going to whore ourselves more, but please, you know, do the like, subscribe, update, all those fun things. Please do it. Check us out. Why not? So one thing I wanted to add to always kind of keep consistent in this show is what have you been buying lately from the dispensary? Shit, I just bought a gelato vape. And last time I bought, flower-wise, I bought Wet Dreams. Yeah, it was Wet Dreams. That was popular. Yeah, I actually picked that up the same time, too. I didn't want to buy it. I wanted the jet fuel, but they had ran out of it. That's what I always go for, too, man. That is, I think that really is truly my favorite strain. Right now. Actually, I am lying to you. The last shit I got was Jet Fuel. I got Jet Fuel, then I got Wet Dreams and Jet Fuel when I got the gelato. Yeah. Nice. But they're they're pretty close to each other. Same company. They're pretty close. Oh, close I love Franklin them. Labs. Mm-hmm. They're, they're always pretty good. So yeah. that's the ones I got as well. I got one Wet Dreams and, and one Bubble Gum. Bubble Gum. Flower, which are pretty nice. And then right. I got a Cresco Disposable as well. I think it's... It had some crazy name. I don't. I don't really know. I threw away the box. I was Did just happy like to it? have it. Yeah, it's pretty okay. It's nice. no orange tangy. No, that kosher tangy. Kosher tangy. That's, that's what, what you love. That shit is real tasty, man. Oh my god, I dream about it. I could still <laughs> smack my lips and taste it. it. That's a good ass product they it's, have themselves there. Now I'll give it to you. The kosher is uh, way tastier than the Durban poison, but for me, the turban, the Durban poison is by Cresco is my shit, vape-wise. All right, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'll have to look out for that next time I mean, it's on the menu. The kosher tangy tastes way sweeter and better, no doubt about it. But for me, high-wise in the morning, especially, the Durban Poison is just my shit, you know? I will look it's out It's a good for day no matter what, man, <laughs> broke or not. It's a good day. Girl could be tripping and talking shit in the background. Kid could be acting up. But it's a good day. Because you got some Durban poison. Got that Durban. I told you. I texted you the other day. I was like, yo, I found another fucking little piece of Durban in this little vape. You stay doing was, that. You just find them, them all them over? The fucking, I put them away in it like with a little bit left. And then I just leave it in there. And I'll forget. Like even the one kosher I had, I forgot I had it for like three weeks. And then, bam, I hit it. And it was good for like a good day. And I was like, whoa, okay, cool. That tasty motherfucker right there. Thank you. I do think, too, mm -hmm. sometimes letting them sit. Like, when you think you're at the very end, just put it away for a day, maybe two. Come back to it, and you can maybe get another day. But I feel like mm -hmm. if you think it's at the end, and you're trying to pull and pull and pull and, like, try to, quote-unquote, kill it, not only do you get a little bit of a burn taste, I, I still feel, yep. like, just let it sit and settle. You know, right. I would definitely say that that's something I learned, because getting pre-packs like that, I've never done before, you know, getting the medical card and getting the medical grade and doing all that stuff legally. I had seen it in different states, but... And I think you were right. I mean, I don't think it'll keep happening if you go back to the vape. But like that kosher I was talking about, I came back to it and it was good for a day. And I was like, damn, this shit tasted good. I, I don't remember it still being good. Mm -hmm. I just threw it in there for a rainy day. Like the ones you could see the little bit left in them. I'll leave them in there with a little bit left that I could still take a couple pulls on a rainy day, you know? Because shit... Right now, we all have the rainy days <laughs> with Christmas and everything, you know? So, oh, you're being money wise. Okay. To be able to buy whatever, you know? I feel you. 
<laughs> because I, I thought you were really talking about rainy days. And I'm like, it's not raining, but it's cold and I don't want to go out. Like <laughs> when I first got the card and I was going out, it'd be like a nice summer day and I'll be like, fuck it, let's go. And now I wake up and I'm like 30 degrees. Like, what do I got here? I'm not going out. You know, right. I'm, I'm no, right. I'm not doing it. So unless I have to go out. It's not doing it anymore, yeah. especially now everything's getting delivered. Oh. Everything's getting delivered, man. Yep. Thank you, <laughs> Grubhub and all of you. Yeah. <laughs> you opened the game up. I had fucking Fridays about a week and a half ago. Oh, my God. It was so good. It came so good and hot. The Jack Daniels. Do you people out there know what I'm talking about? That Jack Daniels appetizer chicken? The appetizer, not a meal or anything, just a Oh my God, it's so good. Is that going to be your shout out? Is the Grubhub and everybody delivering right now? No. Nah, right, nah, we'll save nah, that nah, for nah. the next section that's coming up <laughs> right now, which is the bros. But to finish out the bud section, what are you all smoking on? You know, we just told you what we went and picked up. Where have you been? What have you been picking up? Leave a comment down below. You can find us actually on Twitter too. I didn't hit us up on there too. <laughs> we got one of those. We got a Facebook. We got an Instagram. Go to any of those. Tell us what you're smoking. Let's close the door on that, buds. Open on some bros. We kind of talked about some Jack Daniels chicken. That sounds fucking amazing. Yeah, it's really good. When I worked there. <laughs> oh, you worked at a Friday's? Oh, man. Okay, so my girl's friend, her husband worked there, right? And he hooked me up. I was washing dishes, making $15 an hour. And this was like back in the early 2000s, where that would be like $20 an hour to wash dishes, which is crazy. You know what I mean? So uh, I was in there fucking shit up. I mean, I was eating chicken left and right. Oh, okay. Yo, throw, throw, throw them down there for those are mine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Left and right, man. The cooks were getting it in. I'd have them making me the most super duper bacon burger. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm talking about eight pieces of, of bacon on this joint, big-ass quarter pounder, big-ass buns. Oh, why I'm doing dishes for freaking $15 an hour, man. Taking mad food home, coming in late, leaving early, <laughs> calling off some days on the same day, picking my, my check up. And no. So, yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what we do. You know, that's <laughs> <hot>. <laughs> yeah, I'll be right in to pick up my check, but I got to call off today because I got shit to do. I need that money. I got shit to do. And yeah, that, that only lasted about a month. You know, well, what a good month it sounds like. huh? It was a great month. God, it was great. I'd be eating chicken the whole way home. <laughs> 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 a half hour drive just eating chicken the whole way. Jack Daniels chicken the whole way home, bro. That sounds you know? delightful. I used to work at a movie theater, started in concessions, and then we had a little cafe that would give you chicken, mostly chicken. I would say I made 95% chicken and fries, if not just fries, but you can also get like a Philly cheesesteak. Oh, we had hot pretzels that like that. I didn't consider making those, but we sold a fuck ton of those. Yeah, bro. It's like, huh? Oh, you said you needed a full order? Oh, I cooked two. Sorry. Yeah. Those are mine, you know? Yeah. Like, And when it came to making your own food, though it wasn't free, it was percentage off, but I would throw shit on there. And Even even if I worked at the movie theater, you know how you got that one food in most places that you really love? Like, you love a bacon burger or whatever at a burger place. You love a certain type of pizza at that place, you know what I mean? Well, up there, I'd be. Ad I'm addicted to that popcorn and that butter that comes out. I don't know if it's just the whole thing of putting the fucking butter and putting the popcorn against the butter machine and it comes out. I don't know if it's that. And oh my god, I just love it. I can eat it and eat it and eat it till I fucking puke. Well, you would if you were the one who had to restore. <laughs> or my those heart things. stops. Yeah, dude, I, I'm the one who opens up the giant plastic container and pours the butter into uh, the butter. It's, so you see it when it's fucking gross. Yeah, dude, I made the popcorn. Like, I cleaned the machines at the end of the night. Like, it's Fuck. it's just kids, dude. They're yeah. just kids. At the yeah. time, it was the only place that I could find. I just moved here. Hadn't mm -hmm. even started school yet, but needed something. And I was like, fuck it, I love the movies. You know, might as well Yeah, just you start. might as well work there. That's what you like to watch and do. So it didn't pay much. I was mostly around kids. I met a really good friend there. I've made and maintained some friendships, but 
So that was cool out of it. Now when I right. go there or used to go there pre-pandemic, it'd be like, hey, guys. And they'd be like, hey, it's Nick. And so that was yeah. nice. But do they let you in washed. for free? No. Nah. No? Nah? They wouldn't let, like give you slides or a ticket or nothing like that, too? No. No, because unfortunately, the way that it works, like, that's they have to make their money. They have to pay those people. Like, they can give me free shit quicker than they can give me a free entrance. Okay. Because that's the studio expects 100%, if not... 96% of the profit of a ticket sale goes back to them, and like maybe they right. pay for the piece of paper. I don't know. Right. I've explained it once, and it's not a very big... Okay, so you being an employee at the movie theater, me being on the outside, this is what me and my roommate used to do. We would get all pilled up and high, and we'd go up there at like 11 o'clock, and we'd watch the first movie, then we'd watch another movie, then we'd watch a third movie, and leave probably around 7 o'clock or whatever, 6 o'clock. Do you guys like that or no? Do you, you don't like people coming in there watching three movie flicks for the price of one? Or did you care about that? How far back in the day are we talking? 2000. No. And I only say that distinguishing now because when I worked there, it was definitely always 100% assigned seats. So now there's still assigned seats with certain ones blocked off, again, COVID. But before that, like you went in, I always used to do it on my phone, and like they show you, this is your fucking theater. I chose E2. I sat down in E2, and if there was somebody there, I'd be like, that's my seat. And they'd be like, nobody does assigned seats, and it's like, it's on my ticket. Like, that was my most fun times there is when somebody would like try to be like, nobody cares. It's like, actually, everybody cares because it was a multi million dollar switch to have you switch. Like, you think that we just turned on the seat machine, and all of a sudden, you're like, you know, it was a big fucking decision. Everybody cares. Get the fuck down to A two because you don't want to sit there with your neck craned. You cock see, we we never we never had that problem like where we were sitting in somebody's seat. That's what I mean. Ninety ninety percent of the time we watched movies for some reason it was always during the week and it was always like nobody in the movie theater. Each room was like maybe ten twenty people, if that. That's why I'm saying you know? without that, yeah, I don't see why anybody would care. Yeah, they, the thing, they didn't. The thing, too, is that I realized it's just nobody's in the business of getting yelled at. Right. So it would always make me laugh. And and now, as a customer, I do it of, like, I'll walk in with a bag of Burger King. <laughs> and people will say, hey, you're not supposed to do that. And I'll go, what are you going to do? And they just shut up. But it's true, though. Like, we used to go in there with Top Dog. Like, what are you going to do? You're right. Like, what? Like, First of all, I can't stand the person who does too much at their job. Like, I'm still getting paid. Whether you bring that fucking Burger King in here or not, I'm still getting paid. So why do I need to harass you about the Burger King you paid for? Now, what if you weren't eating it right then and there? And you, you just were on foot or you caught an Uber up there or something and you had your food with you still. Like, you're supposed to fucking toss it away because you're walking in a movie theater and they want you to spend extra amount of dollars on their food? It's not cool. If you have, mind your business, you paid for your ticket, leave that person alone. Yeah, that's exactly what they want. Because like I just said, they don't get any money other than the food. But my point is, like, I would have a problem with it on a personal level because my personal level vibes with yours. Like, fuck you. I, I have a budget. I'm bringing in my food because, and this is my big point, you serve food here anyway. You know, if I was bringing food into a barber shop or, I don't know, like a place that you shouldn't eat food and somebody's like, you're not supposed to have that in there. You're right. I'm not supposed but people are eating here anyway. You know what I mean? Right, right. It's not like bringing it into even a Friday's. Like, why would you do that? Like, I brought my own ribs. Thank you. Like, don't go out. But like, I'm here to see a movie. You serve food anyway. I just brought my own. Same. Now, I might buy a drink off you. You know what I'm saying? But I'm buying the ticket, I'm getting a drink, but I might have a couple burgers in this bag Mm -hmm. with a large fry. And most likely, too, people like you, because you said it, I needed the popcorn anyway, so I'm coming to get popcorn. Yeah, I don't ever go to the movie theater and not get popcorn. It's just me anyway. Twizzlers is like 90% of the candy sold. M&M's are actually really old school. Mm, You know what I love, that. I love those, not to cut you off, bro. I love those Reese's. yeah, the Reese's. Those are good. Those little peanut butter. Uh, uh, Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Fun fact. Give me one. First ever product placement in E.T. Reese's Pieces. That's when they were in. That's where it was first. That's like the first thing of product placement for the sake of product placement mm. that we have. Like, shit okay. was in the background, but nobody ever thought of like, hey. Right. 
Do you want it to be your candy in my movie? <laughs> Pay me a little bit. Right. And now it's a billion dollar industry, if not more. Yeah. Because like, if you watch any of our movies, that's something that we could start pointing out is how many product placements you see. It's funny. I'm just going to tangent really quick. We'll come back to uh, Morgan Spurlock. You might know him from Super Size Me. Uh, he made a movie called The Greatest Movie Ever Sold, in which it is the most meta movie in the world. It's a movie about how movies are made with the help of product placement, all funded by product placement. Mm. So it's kind of cool. And I like it a lot. But anyway, once you see how the sausage is made, you start seeing that shit a lot. And then, you know, they put some in the movie and it's just so egregious where it's just like uh, the one was, we're going on a road trip. How do you expect us not to have Dr. Pepper on a road trip? It's like exactly what you need for a road trip or some shit like that. Or like this guy trying to woo over his boss like, hey, I happen to have this extra subway, extra foot long, like kind of thing, shit like that. Yeah, it's like commercials within the movie. Like, I know what you mean. Yeah, so that movie made me think of that and product placement. I, we got to come back around. Why, why was I going down that rabbit trail of product placement? I don't know. I'm high right now. Reese's Pieces. That was okay. Now we've come back around. Favorite movie theater snacks, sneaking movie theater food or non movie theater food into the movie theater. Hey, oh, we found our way back around. I'd bring a large tray in the bitch. I don't care, man. I really would. I wouldn't even think twice about it. I mean,. To be honest, if you talked to the right person and you were like, bro, take a cut, <laughs> you would never have a problem again. If you brought a tray and you yeah, told the person I, who was, was giving sure. you shit to take a cut, you're, pro- you're, you're done. You're done. They would just let you up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. I'd give them a slice or two. Take two, baby. Let me go up in here with this tray. Food is amazing. I am not bothering anybody. No, food is amazing. Because even like I said, when I was just working concessions and somebody's like, I made extra fries. Does anybody want them? like people would just fucking come in or like you know if you've ever had one of those jobs where it's like good job guys pizza party pizzas are gone bro and like all right guys i'm leaving and like three pizzas are under there and you're like god damn sir and it's like well they said take as much as you want it's like yeah but god damn sir look we had donuts same thing man when i was 12 we had a really good basketball team it was a intermule league at the girls and boys club and then we took an all-star team from that from that league and we played against other areas and around the city so we they told us look you guys win this first tournament we'll take you for pizza man long story short we won four out of six tournaments and the two tournaments we lost we were in the championship in both of them like we were the shit back then and we were getting that pizza left and right (laughs) (laughs) left and right man they were even taking us after practice sometimes for, for pizza man we loved them coaches man you know, when you look forward to something like that, you know, as a kid, shit, it's cool. Pizza's, I, I, I don't know, that might be my next tattoo, to be honest, because I recently just got tattooed, and my tattoo artist had a slice of pizza tattooed on his elbow, and I was like, bro, I love pizza that much, too. Like, what's up? Let's get that, because I love pizza. Yeah. And I really, I don't know if in my years I've had somebody look me in the eye and say, I don't like pizza. I've heard some crazy shit like, I don't like chocolate. It's like, well, that's what the fuck is wrong with you? Or other people like, what else is universally loved that people don't like that you like? But like, I've never heard somebody say, I don't like pizza. Have you? No. Maybe I don't like this person, this this pizza over here at this place, or pizza down there in Old Forge at that place. But other than that, no, like... Everybody loves some kind of pizza, you know what I mean? I do. I could eat pizza probably all day because I love fucking with it. There was this place down in Wilkes on this corner or on the circle, excuse me, Frank's, I think it was. I don't know. Right by the bus station? The one I remember was right like on the inside in the same building. That one is Pronto's Pizza. Pronto's. That was the shit too, dude. They would give me a vodka sauce pizza with fucking shells on top. It was amazing. <laughs> they had that, and then they had a barbecued pizza, which they cheese whizzed. And I'm a big mm. fan of the cheese whiz. Yeah, me too. But this other place I'm talking about, they had weird hours. They opened at like 8 or 9 in the morning, and they served breakfast pizza. Mm. Fuck yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. It if was it's amazing. made right, it's always banging. It was, dude. You know, it's, it's yeah. the idea of a breakfast burrito, if you will, on a slice. And you fold right. that bitch up, and you walk, and boom. It was amazing. So I'm down with pizza all day. So I might get a pizza tattoo pretty quick. A pronto pizza tattoo. Ha ha. 
So anyway, if you're one of our NEPA listeners, go and get yourself down in Wilkes-Barre. Be careful. I would go in the daylight, but go and get yourself some Pronto pizza. They were nice guys. Do you have yeah, any tattoos? So. None. Not one. You ever going to get tattooed? Yeah, well, if I did, my first one would be, it would say, um, how soon we for- how soon we forget. And um, I just, that tattoo means a lot because my uncle used to say it a lot. And I used to always say, why do you always say that? Why do you always? And he's like, because, you know, you could do a lot of good things for people. And the moment something goes wrong or you can't, they just forget about you. But they loved you when you were doing stuff for them and blah, blah, blah. You know? And, I mean, and, and that's that, that could be for a few different reasons saying that. Like, it could be your kids. It could be an ex-girlfriend. It could be what you did for somebody at work. Or all the time you put in at work, and then they just fucking, and, oh, we're shutting down, you're, you're done. Or we're firing because Ricky's coming in, and he can do, he has the papers to do it. Like, shit like that, you know? So, that's why. I like that. In the same vein, my father always said, I think it's like a hundred attaboys aren't worth one aw shit. <laughs> so you could do something for somebody a hundred times and do it great, but that one all shit is like, what the fuck is the matter with you? And right. you're like, I just didn't hear. look at it. So yeah, it's how soon we forget is a much more elegant way of saying that, if I do say so myself. <laughs> so as a tattoo, letters. You are you would you wispy? You don't seem like a wispy script guy. What what are you thinking? And where would you think of putting it? I'm curious now. Um somewhere on my left arm, probably my Top up uh, underneath my shoulder somewhere. The bicep area, then the top. In yeah, between somewhere the up there. Crook of your elbow and the top yeah. of your shoulder. Yeah, on the outside. If I ever went hard in the paint, getting tattoos, I always wanted to get a swirl around my arm, just going up like a thick swirl, like sh- 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 going all the way up. I don't know why. But like a band, like a solid line, or just a, like a like like an inch thick, just starting off. Maybe even a fake something here, tribal something or something, and then it just swirls around like like swirl like. So if it's just somebody took ribbon and actually swirled up yeah, your arm yeah, like a yeah, candy yeah. cane, yeah, yeah, but in black ink. Yeah, I don't know why, but yeah. Well, if I may I, say, sir, like tribal back in when you were coming up, that was like the tits of tattooing. Right? Everybody had tribal back in the 90s. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like oh, yeah. Everybody yeah, yeah. had tribal. Yeah. And I'm old school. I'm 46, so, yeah, that's that's how I'm still thinking. You know? Yeah, no, I don't <laughs> disagree with you because I don't like the new school of tattooing at all. Like, I don't like that googly eye kind of stuff, whereas I see a lot of people getting it. I'm like, that's your generation. Yeah, that's what you do. I like to try to do color realism if I can. You know, sometimes I get different things. So the one I just got with my wife, I got I had a Batman symbol in the right above my left arm dude what is this the Not inner your part armpit. of your elbow like your armpit connects That's... your arm to your socket but like what connects your humerus to your elbow like what is that little crook called my elbow pit <laughs> right above my elbow pit i have a batman symbol so right to the left of that i put a nightwing symbol it's pretty cool you did a great job right what color would you call that Cyan. Aqua, cyan. I would go closest cyan? to cyan, maybe. I don't know. I used to be better at colors. So that was done by Tim Wood at Mark's Tattoo on the Carbondale Highway. Okay. Shout out. Thank you, Tim Wood, because he also hooked me up. I want to know if anybody else can relate of being married. I won't even be one year married in March. Yet I got tired of wearing the ring almost fucking immediately. Really? Dude, like. Why? I don't know. Like, so if you can imagine, like, the little web, we only have tiny little webs, mm-hmm. but that shit would itch so bad. Oh, I know. I My shit itched too. Not that I was ever married, but when I wore rings, you're right. I couldn't stand it. I just couldn't stand the itch, and I was always constantly twirling it. Let me see it again. That's cool. Did she get one too? No, she wears her ring. So leading up to all this, I got an initial, my wife's first initial. On my ring finger to uh, signify that so I don't have to wear a ring anymore. But yet you know. So stick your finger out again? What you could do is add a couple more letters to finish off her name, too. That would be cool. I don't know. One finger tattoo is good for now because I'm not going to lie. Like, 
it wasn't very comfortable. You know, the Nightwing went, like I'm saying, right above my elbow. It was fine. It remembered. It was just like I remembered, but it was small, yeah. so it was over. Yeah. The finger was a little bit more of like, hey. Sensitive. Stop that. What are you doing in there? That's that's on my finger, sir. Really? So that's what I did this week. What'd you do? Anything fun? I uh, just finished getting my son's uh, Christmas gifts. Oh, nice. Yeah, we did start that last. So you went for the big one? You found yeah, the, the yeah, riding around yeah, thing? Yeah. What was it? What'd you get? It's a it's a Mack truck. where he, It's like a dump truck in the back, but the front's like a Mack truck. No. Yeah, he's going to love it, man. He is. And uh, he, he'll be able to carry some shit in the back and carry it around the house. Put his ass to work in the summer, too, helping you with chores. That, too. He can do that, too. You know why not? Go around, collect all your toys. Make and, it a game yeah. for him. Yeah, and he, he'll have fun, you know? So we, that's what we did, man. We uh, And that fucking box was humongous. It took up the whole fucking car, bro. And oh, I, you went out to get it. Yeah, we picked it up. Like, they brought it out. Oh, nice. And we were like, what the fuck? Holy shit. Is there going to be enough room? Bro, I'm not putting that shit together. I'm going to have my my uh, mechanic put it together for me. Are you kidding? No, I'm dead fucking serious. I could do it for you. I love reading directions. Bro, I hate putting shit together like that. Oh, hate yeah. It. If you leave me alone, and especially if you let me smoke, put me in <laughs> headphones, I'll get that shit done in 20 minutes. All the bookshelves, everything you see, I love putting shit together. Like, if I, I can, it. too, in our living room, we have stripes. Like, doing those stripes, doing that meticulous shit, I like it. I enjoy keeping my mind busy. Good. When we do paint, maybe I'll have you come over and help me and give me some ideas or whatever. I love painting. I love painting. I don't know why I said it like that. Isn't the fucking throat weird? I love painting, is what I wanted to say. With that, let's close on up, and we'll talk about some superheroes. For those who are new to the show, I just want to let you know, like last time I edited the show, I feel like I really blathered, so I'm going to try to tighten this section up. The superhero that we're talking about today is The Punisher. Originally published in Marvel Comics, he got his debut in The Amazing Spider-Man number 129 in February of 1974. I am going to take one small tangent here. Anybody who's seen Coyote Ugly, yes, that movie. If you've seen it, the Irish cook who loves to trade in comic books, that's the book he shows. Like, that's his big book, and... If you know the movie, you know what I'm talking about. If not, you're just like, why the fuck is he talking about Coyote Ugly? Anyway, let's get back to it. He debuted in The Amazing Spider-Man. Created by Jerry Conaway, John Romita Sr., and Ross Andrew. Uh, his origin breakdown, we're actually going to save for the movie review because this movie that we watched uh, in 2004, it came out. One with Thomas Jane, so they touch on that very much. So we'll talk about that power breakdown. He doesn't really have any superpowers other than the fact that you know he has really strong will to live. He is probably in some of the best physical condition a human being can be in, and he's got a higher tolerance for pain than a normal person. But like not yeah, how many nothing times? superhero level about any of it. No, how many times would you say he uh, took a bullet? Oh, more than once in this flick. Oh, he totally, yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Um, last thing we're going to talk about are any affiliations, and he might know him from Heroes for Hire, Secret Defenders, Thunderbolts, or the Savage Avengers. That's for the comic book people. I'm not 100% that guy. So if you have any more, again, I, I want to learn just as much as everybody else. Leave some comments and stuff like that. The Marvel Knight series is definitely something that a lot of people might know him from, and he's lumped in there because he kills people. Uh, other movies, so we're not talking about the 1989 Punisher with Dolph Lundgren, which I have not seen personally, and I don't think I will. We're not talking about the 08 follow-up that Ray Stevenson. We will get to that one, though, because it's kind of cool. Like, if you like this one, this we'll get to that. It's not the seasons on Netflix, the 26 episodes from 2016 with John Benthal. John Benthal? Benthal. I don't know. I've never said it out loud before right now. If I'm wrong, let me know. We are going to talk about the 2004 Punisher, starring Thomas Jane. So, let's get into that. I talked a lot. I set it <laughs> up. You go ahead and you talk for a little bit. How did you like it? Okay, first things, me personally, I don't think it was really a superhero movie, but I liked the movie a lot. I liked, uh, you know, it, it, to me it was more a revenge movie, you know. 
they killed his family and now he's got to get them back and he's setting them up to do this and blow this up and that it was pretty cool it was cool it was interesting you know uh what'd you think about it i saw it when it came out so i was 14 and i thought it was pretty dope because even though i didn't read the comics you know i wasn't alive when he was introduced in 74 (laughs) my first introduction to him so perfectly fitting it turns out was through spider-man the animated series Okay. So he was a pretty big part in that. And, you know, years later, I was like, oh, that's why. But anyway, I like this movie. So just to give a little bit more of a plot summary for anybody who hasn't seen it, he is working for the government. I'm almost sure it's FBI, CIA. It doesn't really yeah. matter. And he gets one of the Saint kids killed. Say that 10 times fast. So Thomas Saint, his father, played by John Travolta, and his wife, don't know her name very sorry. They're like, kill them all. And they go and they kill almost all of them. And like you said earlier, they even think they kill him because they fucking shoot him. They cover him in gas and then they blow his ass up into the middle of the ocean. And he still survives. You know, I know salt water is good for wounds, but (laughs) fuck me. Yeah. You know, some guy off the coast does find him and make sure that, you know, he gets patched up. But still, that seems goddamn, sir. And then he comes back and now he wants revenge on all the saints. And he gets it. Directed by Jonathan Hensley. Henslay? Henslay. Maybe he kills chickens. <laughs> I don't know. He didn't really do a lot for me to bring up. Like, this was his first time directing. He also wrote it. He was very well known for writing. He did have a few other things under his belt for that, like Armageddon, I remember, was one of them. So he was writing at the time, and I guess he just took his hands at this, and I thought it looked pretty good. You know, it was dark, but not too dark. You saw what was happening, and I liked the direction in which he took. How did you think it looked? Too gritty? Too... How do you think? Nah, it I think it I could it could have had a little bit more gore to it if you want my opinion. You know, like to see some more guts and Well, sir, <laughs> like I said, we're gonna watch the follow up to this eventually, so you're gonna get what you asked for in that because they do take a little bit more of the Marvel. Cool. Cool. I think they even try to brand it Marvel Knights. Because we're talking about this is not Marvel Universe. Cool. Isn't the same guys who made Iron Man. Okay. That's all interconnected. So far, the Punisher has not been in any interconnected Marvel Cinematic Universe-ness. So this was, I think Fox had this on their own and shit. Okay. Um, So when they took that, they thought, all right, well, let's build our universe and we'll call it the Marvel Knights and we'll start with the Punisher. So it takes a 45-degree turn into a crazy comic book land, for the better, in my opinion. Like, it's different, but it's it's pretty wicked. Uh, What would you rate this? Okay. As a superhero movie, I have to give it a seven and a half. But as a movie, because I don't feel it was a superhero movie, I feel it was more of a revenge movie, I have to give it an eight and a half. I liked it, liked it, you know? It was interesting. So if somebody were to like, hey, you're that guy from Bud's Bros and Superheroes, you've been watching a lot of superhero movies, which one would you, you would never actually recommend this because it's not a superhero movie. But if they're like, wow, you've been watching a lot of movies, which one would you recommend? It's higher on the list? No, I wouldn't recommend this. Oh, no? Not as a superhero movie, Not as a superhero, just as a movie. As a movie, yeah. Understood. So one of the things that we're going to add into your rating to help us find where you got there, what was one of your favorite parts, if not the most standout scene for you? Um, I kind of liked when he was fighting the big dude with the blonde hair. The Russian dude. That's yeah. what I was going to bring up if you didn't. The fucking dude. Would look, he looked weird, though. Yeah. In the face. But, yeah, he he was. That was a good scene. I, I like that. love that scene. <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen it, I'm going to spoil a little bit. Because the way they set it up, and again, this is the direction, which I think is beautiful, is he, Frank Castle, moves into this boarding house in which to base of operations where he meets three people and they're like oh maybe we should invite this guy to dinner they eat dinner he drops his guard and right as somebody knocks again he thinks maybe it's them trying to get him to come eat dessert and this big russian comes in and starts to fuck him up (laughs) meanwhile these three people are trying to clean up and move on from their evening so the one guy who loves italian opera starts playing you know in my opinion the most opera opera song that everybody knows of bum 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 ba dum bum bum so they're all dancing around and having a fun time to this very lovely opera song. And meanwhile, they're cutting back and forth. To I mean, this guy's slamming his fucking head in the fridge. He's throwing grenades. Yeah, he was lighting them up. At the very end, how does Frank get him, though? He scalds him with the, in the face with the uh, pan of 
what was it? He was boiling water. Boiling water, yeah. We fucked him up and that was lit the, him up. <laughs> that was awesome, right? I mean, those yeah. special effects that makeup yeah, they like, put oh, on him. Shit, look at his face. Ah. And it's really cool too. Again, going back to direction of like, just as he, I want to cover my hands or. Cover I wonder my face. what would really happen. Like how that it would really look. Boils, hell yeah. Would your face just fucking start boiling immediately? Oh my god! Boiling, swelling, yeah. I mean, I oh. I went to culinary school, so I've never seen right to the face. But of course, you know, OSHA comes in and they're like, "Hey, have you watched the videos?" And like, I've seen yeah. scalded shit of like, "You're showing this to seventeen year olds. What the fuck is the matter?" Like graphic images and like, yeah, you would boil immediately. Oh. Pus, like it is scalding. Oh my god. Is, yeah, I mean, I never. I don't want to go into the scenario of how would you like to die, but like getting burned versus scalded. Scalded is nasty shit, man. Like burned is like you just kind of crit. I don't Mm-mm. know. I never want to actually think about it more than I just did. But anyway, <laughs> that's in my opinion. That movie process of makeup guy got it perfect because he looked yeah. fucked. And then he yeah. gets tackled down the stairs. And again, Frank Castle lives through this thing where he's been stabbed. He's been thrown, he's been blown up, and yeah, so when we Shout, say he's got a yeah. high tolerance for pain and a willingness, but my favorite scene comes right after that, where Frank has to be underground, or he's somewhere in a secret bunker in his own apartment, and under the floorboards, and the guy, the saint guy, his, his muscle comes in and tries to intimidate Two of the three people who live in the boarding room. Meanwhile, the lady's trying to heal him under these boards. And the guy doesn't give him up. And that scene is also gnarly. So one of the men in question has a bunch of earrings and face piercings. Piercings, yeah. And like, so to intimidate them and to make him talk, the muscle tries to pull. So you see one get ripped out, and then it's inferred that he ripped them all out of his face. So five or six out of his face. And then if he went for the ears, too, he must have ripped 10, 15 earrings out of this guy's flesh. So now Frank feels better. He comes up from under the floorboards in this miraculous kind of, and he goes, why'd you do this? I don't know you. I don't know any of you. And he goes, he wanted me to talk. I gave him nothing. And he's like, yeah, but why? And he goes, we're family. And for the first time since his family died, he did have a family. And it was nice. Because then he takes a fucking paper cutter and chops some dude right in the center of the noggin. But I love that line. Like, they wanted me to talk. I gave him nothing. Like, he's not superhero. He's not super tolerant. He's never been to war. Like, all these things that Frank has built up to become the super badass that he was physically, this guy had nothing of it. But still, fuck you. I'm not talking. That's my friend. It just would have been cool if they had him, like, I don't know, saving some type of people, maybe, like, on the streets here and there, just as superhero type shit. You know what I mean? So it would be in the movie to make him look more like a superhero. That'd be cool if we went around just stopping people, robbing banks or some shit or some crazy shit. Like, I don't I don't know, like weird scientists fucking shit in the lab or something like anything. Or a little bit more like Deadpool, you know, like, oh, this guy's harassing you and following you around. Yeah, so a little, sure a little bit of that. Like yeah, a little murk, bit of that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I, I haven't seen Warzone in a minute. So I know the bigger story off the top of my head, but I do believe we might get a little bit of that. Like they do go into more of his personal because like as you just said that I thought about that. You're right. This whole movie is about the Saints versus Frank. Like with that really quick before we round this on out, John Travolta. Did you expect that shit? Like how'd you see that? No, I thought he was I thought he was real cool in the movie, man. I liked him in it, man. I I thought he did his thing, you know, he's not one of my favorites. I'm not going to lie. I like this movie. He's this is like Nicolas Cage and Kick-Ass to me is John Travolta and The Punisher, the first one, if you will. So I I very much enjoyed it. You know, like there's that one scene, all of that, all <laughs> I have more guns than you. And like just he is so over the top, but it works. You know, he didn't go full over the top, kind of like right. Nicholson or kind of got that manic 19 Batman kind of feel like he was right at the top because like I'd be fucking scared too if Colombians wanted to come and like fuck my shit up because my money keeps getting blown right. over this one guy who I just can't seem to kill. Right. His death scene kind of bothers me that little uh, noise that he makes. <laughs> but whatever. That was nah, just me personally. I liked it. And then like I think that you know out of all my favorite shots I don't mean to ruin it but it's 2004. It's been 16 years people. You've seen it or you're not. 
he rigs up a bunch of cars in the adjoining lot to how he kills Mr. Sinner, or Mr. Saint, excuse me. And it's shaped like the Punisher logo. I'm like, that's cool. Thank yeah, you. Like That was cool. a pretty dope ending. And then the very, very end is just, in my opinion, I don't know, it's a nice shot. He's standing on a bridge, and he's like, I'll make sure that these people get punishment. So it does kind of set you up for what is a he going to do now. More. He will go out, he will find people, and he will punish them. So what are we watching next, then? Do you want to like, go for the sequel? Or Yeah, we might as well keep it. Keep it rolling on the same thing. Just so you know, and this is where it's going to come in, it's not the same guy. This time we're going to go to Ray Stevenson. It's meant to be a sequel, but I don't think it's meant to be a direct sequel. It might be a reboot. Again, for me personally, it's been a minute since I've seen it. It's been a while. Is it more of a superhero movie? No. Again, like I don't 100%. I can't tell you beat for beat. Okay. I do know the main overarching villain, and I do know, yeah, it comes down to a personal vendetta of bad guy versus good guy. You know, it's not him going around and solving different people's problems. I think there is a drop of that, and that's what leads to this escalation. But if I'm not mistaken, he fucks somebody over in the very beginning, and the whole movie is like this guy going, uh, who is this fuck? I'm going to find him. I'll make sure he's not going to blah, 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 and I'll, he'll, right. he'll pay, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So it is a different take. It definitely does get grittier. It definitely gets a little meaner. It is cool, cool. but we can go somewhere else. Nah, let's. We'll, yeah, it. we'll do the sequel. Because I don't want to come back to it in like four weeks or six weeks. You know what I mean? I we might like as well just knock it out real quick. Since we're already past the first one, we'll go back. You know, we'll do the second. And boom. All right. Then we're That's on to the next. You know, that'd be cool. With that, guys, I think that's the show. Definitely. I mean, I, I had a good time. You Hopefully know, everybody did too. Leave some love in the comments. Yeah, again, I'm sorry. I fucking lied to you guys so hard at the beginning where I was like, let's get the whoring out of the way. <laughs> nah, here's some more whoring, guys. Follow us on <laughs> Facebook, like us on Instagram, follow us and tweet us on Twitter. I got one of those set up. We're on Apple, we're on everything. But again, if you don't want to do any of that, it would be cool if, you know, somebody was like, hey, What's a cool podcast? And you're like, there's this Bloods Bros and Superheroes. And I just want to say peace and thank you to everybody. And be safe from Corona. Bloods Bros and Superheroes are out of here. Rah! <laughs>